Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning from New York City. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. we got Buster Only coming up a little bit later on in the hour. We'll talk about what happened in the Bronx last night. Not only did the Yankees get an important win, but the Astros heard it and well-deserved. I gotta go yeah, to the they Bronx. heard it in very New York style. That's, as, that's very as, New York that's style. Is how they heard it. Yes, I've never. I, I need to go. How many? How many um, in attendance at the Yankee games? Ten thousand. Oh, so I, oh, okay. So I yeah. need to go. I need to go then. I'm gonna go. We all need to go to a game. No, I'm gonna go now that you told me ten thousand. See, you'd have told me it was fifteen hundred. No, no, no. The bigger outdoor stadiums, you can get more more in there. And actually, in a, a I think about two weeks, that's going to go up even higher. See, that scares it, – it, it, okay. It doesn't scare me. It concerned me when it was smaller, right? It was like 1,500 people in an arena. It's like, well, I don't want to go. But when they let more people in, I want to go. How does that it, make you more confident? I think it less just people. makes me more confident because it, it makes me feel like, okay, so we're, we're, we're heading in the right mm-hmm. direction. Yeah, yeah. Opposed to, well, that guy's sitting way over there, way so over it must there. really be an issue. But I got to go. I've never been to – well, fully like vaccinated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but I've never been to the will be in the box. The key will be in a key will be fine. No, at the baseball games, I got to sit. I got to be seen. Yeah. You got <laughs> to be down by seen. the field. Yeah, I got to be on the field, right over the dugout. Mm-hmm. I got to be able to <clears throat> stretch your legs. All that. I can't sit in a box at a baseball game. I can't sit in a box at a baseball game or a basketball game. Hmm. I just, it's a, I don't know. It's something about I want to be close to the action. In football, I like to sit in the box. Because it's a different, it's just different in football in the box. Because I, I get a chance to watch other games and stuff like that. Also, you got jumbo screens. You can see the. It's replays. a different. Yeah, it's different. But I gotta be on the field in baseball. It's just the experience. Yeah, I mean, there that is the are, one. Are thing Are their tickets expensive? The Yankees? I mean, I, I've I haven't been to a for Yankee you? game in a no. hundred years. For you? No. For you? <laughs> yeah, no, not expensive. Man, I'm serious though. Now, now clearly, even though you are in New York City and you're in a borough, you you will need a GPS because Jay, in the previous segment, yeah. we were taking calls, and uh, we did, you know, we have that argument about Denver being on the West Coast, which we do say there's a huge AFC West. Is Denver on the West Coast? Because yeah. I don't feel like it is. It's but a huge mountain it. in between. So anyway, we had a caller. <laughs> Who was brought it up and said yeah. you got to get him a map or something, a globe, a geographic, you know, just to show him deep. that it's not literally high. not on the coast. So we did some we did some research, and Uh-oh. Evan uh, was able to find out via the Google that and I'm looking at it actually right now. Yeah, it's a two hour twenty minute flight, mm-hmm. but if you know Keyshawn, you got to factor in the Keyshawn math. You gain an hour by going from Mountain Time to Pacific Time. It's an hour and twenty minute flight. I'm with Key. That's all I'm saying. No, it's not, though. On the body, it's not. Facts don't lie. That's all I'm saying. Facts don't lie. lie. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. What kind of plane are we on? It doesn't matter. What kind of plane is Aaron Rodgers on? Yeah, Yeah. it can make it a lot (laughs) faster. That's the question. It's a lot faster if you're on those kind of planes. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be on something with a G and some numbers behind it. Maybe a six. Or five G something. Five fifty, six fifty. Uh, that goes out. You, that might you're be a saying he's on such a, such a quick jet that when he gets there, it'll actually be before he left in Denver? Absolutely. I mean, that's just, you know, so technically, though, it's not on the West Coast. But it's not like Chris but Paul living, you know, he playing for the, the Suns, which allows him to be closer to his family in L.A. That's not the same thing as Aaron Rodgers plays in Denver, which allows him to be close to Hollywood. So it's like, that's it's not totally really close. How is that the same? Okay, I, I don't want to 
go and belabor it and keep going, but, but I you're am. about to. I'm about to. Okay. Do you know? Smoke just, them if you got them. Do, do, <laughs> do you know that there's people that actually live in both states, California and Colorado, that literally travel on a daily basis to work in those states? There are people that live in Denver, mm-hmm. Colorado, that work in downtown L.A., mm-hmm. And they literally commute every single day. They play football. No, but I'm saying well, no, that's a big part of it. It's so easy to get to Hollywood for Aaron Rodgers and his fiance. It's easy. It's like going to Seattle from L.A. It's the same amount of air travel. Seattle, L.A. is only about a buck forty-five to two-hour flight. Same thing. Same travel. Google, Google that too for me, uh, Evan. Is it? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Dan Kroenke owns the Rams yes. and a couple Denver sports teams. The well, family, really. Makes well, sense. Nope, nope. Key's logic adds up. All right. Yeah, okay. So that's what it is. Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos. Keys you heard it first here on KJZ. Logic adds. Give us our credit. Up. Vic Fangio and Aaron Rodgers. Woo. Sign me up for that. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to deal with Vic Fangio. I know. Just sign me up to watch that. Just to see those Please. fireworks? But there won't be any fireworks. Well, because I don't have to deal with Vic Fangio. Mm-hmm. Do you think at all Peyton Manning, outside of the respect in the conversation, had to deal with Tony Dungy? No. TD, you handle the defense. We'll handle the offense, and we'll go win a Super that, Bowl. That's actually Adam Gase. What do you mean? Wasn't it? No, no, I'm talking about when Peyton was under the defensive-minded coach in oh, Tony oh, Dungy. Oh, in, in, uh, when in, he was uh, with Tony Dungy, yes, yes. respect all of those sort of things. Coach Dungy didn't have to coach up Peyton Manning. Here and there, you might say, hey, I wouldn't have made that throw, but that's it. Yeah, I imagine somebody at that level, you're not, not – well, again, I don't understand. Matt LaFleur was brought in to just be able to work with Aaron Rodgers to get the most out of him. How has that not turned into a great relationship? It is a great relationship. <laughs> Is I just, I just that find, went why, south. Why did you? Yeah, why I, did you laugh? I just, I just find it funny that yesterday we had Jimmy G on our show, and I asked him the question about, you know, how were how were things communicated to you? And he said, you know, there wasn't anything unsaid. Everything was said to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how everything you are. was unsaid. And that's how you yeah, have to like, okay, know about everything. We're Jimmy doing. G had great communication with front office. Aaron Rodgers had lack of communication with his front. Wow, wow. Yeah, and, I, and like I said before, I've had. It doesn't make sense, which is why it feels like there's a lot more to the story. Rob Domofsky just put a great story up on ESPN.com, by the way. Just get, It's nothing new, no new news in it, but it, what it does is though it, it outlines everything that has happened, the timeline of it, and, and why you know a rift has developed, where it originated, and certainly where it is right now. So it's definitely worth your time uh, to give it a read. Sorry, Key, I, I cut you off. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I apologize for that. That could I be forgot. a blessing. Oh, no, I was going to. Yep, and he's back. Why are you so mean and bullying me? <laughs> mean bully. I am not. The, I, I am not a mean bully. I'm Mo- not mean and bullying me all well, the time. We're about to get into a topic that I know for Keyshawn is very emotional. No, the Lakers are fine. No, it's okay. Well, we'll we shall see. We're going to discuss what's going on with the Lakers and their star player coming up in a moment. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, offering coverage options as unique as your business coverage. Progressive covers companies of many sizes and specialties. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. And we go to the Goodyear Hotline. Adrian Wojnarowski joins us right now. Our ESPN 
NBA insider, and you heard Woj there a little bit, and we talked about it early in the show as Woj was talking about how LeBron James is now going to take the next two games off. They're trying to manage a high ankle sprain that continues to bother him. Woj, good morning. So can you have the latest morning, on guys. LeBron hey. and this injury Woj. that he says will not go away? Yeah, he, he's going to sit out this back-to-back with the Clippers and Portland. And then they've got Phoenix and the Knicks coming up Sunday, Tuesday. He may miss those games, too. Uh, they've got to get this ankle as close to healthy as they can before the playoffs without bottoming out in the standings right now. They'd prefer, obviously, to stay out of that play-in tournament. That's a lot of the reason why LeBron James came back when he did last week. He saw the losses piling up, wanted to get back and help his team, and you know, re-aggravated that ankle. And it's going to be an issue through the playoffs, the rest of this regular season, into the postseason. He's not going to be able to really get it right until the offseason. So how can they manage uh, the pain, the discomfort in it? And I think certainly most troublesome for the Lakers, for LeBron James, you know, he wasn't really to uh, explode off that ankle in those couple games back or really make hard cuts, the kind of things you've got to be able to do uh, in basketball and, and to play at the level LeBron James plays at. So they're going to try to buy some more time here with that ankle. And I think for the Lakers, for LeBron James, if they have to come out of the play-in tournament, so be it. They've got to have as close to a healthy version, uh, as effective of a version of LeBron James as they can, or it doesn't matter where they are in the standings, this will be a team that'll, that will struggle uh, to go the distance. Woj, what type of concern within our organization do we have about this news on LeBron? If you notice, I said we. <laughs> the, the, there's great, <laughs> there is great concern, Keyshawn. This is LeBron James, and this is a high ankle sprain, and he was out for six weeks with it. He probably should have stayed out a little longer uh, you know, but he, listen, I think for LeBron James, the, the only way to really test it was to get back out in the court. And, you know, you heard him talk about this over the weekend. You know, the team isn't really practicing right now. Uh, so go out, see where it is in a game situation. And it was still giving him some problems. You know, he talked about, you know, feeling pain in it. So he goes back out. You know, he's got now a few days this week they've had, which is rare for this time of year, two days off. On you know yesterday, today, then those back to backs, so that gets him you know four or five days off his feet this week, uh, and then reevaluate what it looks like Sunday, Tuesday. But the games are ticking down. There is not much left of the regular season, and the Lakers have Dallas and Portland right on their tail uh, in the West. Woj, on a scale of a one to ten, and I and and, and I know you're dialed in like anybody. Um, how concerned should we be about him missing the remainder of the regular season? Seven games left. Listen, I think, I think for the Lakers, for LeBron James, they have got to see, you know, between now and then, how much he is able uh, to recuperate, rehab that ankle, rest it, and get in a position where wherever they are in the standings, you know, that he can be more like himself in the postseason. Uh, the, the postseason is a grind. You're playing every other day. Now, you don't have the back-to-backs in the playoffs. You don't have to deal with that. 
but this is a team now with Dennis Schroeder, uh, their point guard out right now, and health and safety protocols, you know, who's going to struggle to find offense. You're starting to see Anthony Davis get back to himself, but this is a team playing some very good teams coming up here You know that you just don't want to get into a situation in the postseason where you can be one and done or two and done in that play-in tournament. That is... That, that is really difficult to come out of and compete for a championship. But I still think the Lakers have great confidence that if they can get LeBron right, whatever the path is in the West, whether they have to come out of the play-in and play the Suns, play the Jazz in the first round, that with a healthy LeBron James, you know, they can beat anybody. And certainly those teams don't want to see, Le- don't want to see the Lakers early in the playoffs but regardless, it is setting up a really difficult road to a championship for this L.A. team. Woj, what's the latest status just on A.D. and how his Achilles is doing? Obviously, he played the other night. It looks fine, but what's the status? Yeah, he's been – listen, you've seen him start to get back and look like himself. He's been uh, a more dominant player here in the last game or two. You know, that was a great win over Denver uh, without LeBron – uh, you know, certainly important in the standings. I think important for the confidence of that group. And I think AD's confidence, uh, you know, in his return, they're going to have to really lean on AD now, especially whether LeBron's uh, away, from the, away from the court and not playing in these next few games. And then once he comes back, I think the, the burden on AD is going to be even greater. You know, he showed in the playoffs last year uh, that he's able to carry that. Uh, this is certainly one of the top... Uh, 10 top eight players uh, in the entire league, certainly. Maybe one of the best five players in all the NBA. So, uh, you know, that's a burden, I think, that he welcomes and he can handle. uh, But there's going to be a lot put on him if the Lakers are going to advance in the West and dig themselves, you know, out of the hole they're probably going to have coming uh, out of the regular season into the playoffs. Well, great stuff. The defending champs certainly going to struggle to get just into the playoffs, it feels like, if they don't have LeBron James. Thanks so much. Thanks, Woj. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. All right. All right. I mean, hey, can you Jay- just think about this for one second? The, we have our NBA Finals last year, the Miami Heat versus the Los Angeles Lakers. We're potentially talking about the Lakers being in the play-in tournament. The Heat are six, by the way. Amazing. In the East. Yeah. They're on the verge of potentially being in the play-in tournament as well. Mm-hmm. Our NBA Finals last year. Yeah. That's how quickly things I'm can telling change. you, it's the turnaround. I mean, the, the turnaround is a big part of this. You have to not – not you put an asterisk on the season or any of that stuff, but the turnaround is a difficult one for those teams that got to the finals. But why, though? Because the injury is not – his injury, his leg got – I mean, it, that was it a freak accident. His leg. Yeah, it's that, a freak accident. Yeah, that wasn't so a wear not, and tear. And then right. AD is just. <laughs> Always hurt? I didn't say that. You I said did. that. I yeah. don't know. a lot of wear I, and I tear, though. Then you have COVID protocols. I mean, that hit the Miami Heat really yes. hard mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Just... Obviously, for Dennis Schroeder right now, here's something else that we didn't mention with Woj, but, you know, you have no LeBron James out for an extended period of time. I would sit him the rest of the regular season. Obviously, you have to manage where you are. But I need him healthy when the playoffs start, especially if you get to a two-game two Well, if you're in a 7-10, he's got to be ready to play. He has to be ready game. to play in that game. I need Regardless. him in that game. Yeah. Regardless, he's got to play. But yeah. one thing we're not talking – Dennis Schroeder is out. Out 10 to 14 days. Well, which means the rest of the season. Yeah. So he'll be back for the playoffs. The playoffs. Yes. 
But that's COVID protocol as well. Mm-hmm. So now it's solely on the shoulders of Anthony Davis and the supporting cast. We sitting at six tight. Well, think about this. Tight. Think about this because you do play. You have uh, Clippers the Clippers tomorrow night. on Thursday. Friday game is it Friday? Right? Is it Friday yeah, or Saturday? Back, no, it's against, back to back. But the Clippers against are missing the Trailblazers. Clippers are missing Kawhi. I think Kawhi played. Yeah, Kawhi actually did. Yeah, they, did they he come back? Sit him yeah, and then he yeah, played. Okay. Yeah. yeah, But you you also have <laughs> that Trailblazers game. By the way, that's huge game. You lose that game, huge game. You that's are a, now in the seventh tiebreaker. That's a tiebreaker for the regular season. Yeah, you drop. So that's that's how critical that game is. But you know, Jay, you said it earlier in the show, and it's worth bringing back the conversation about LeBron talking about how he'll never be one hundred percent. Throughout his whole career, I've always said his best ability was his durability. The guy just played every game, never got hurt. You know, that was always a thing. But he's reaching now a point where he's older. The miles, the two mileage the, on two him. Two out of the last three years, he's had injuries. Yeah, This is starting to become a thing with him that you have to be concerned with because he's, he means so much to the success of your team that without him – you are a marginal yeah, team. Yeah, but see, I, marginal. I, there's no question about that without him. It, but the injuries aren't – they're not old injuries from being old. guy landed his Agreed. his big body on his leg. But recovery the other one's older a hamstring. is a lot different. And the other one was a hamstring yeah. situation. Yeah, that was wear and tear. Look, that was probably we are we are talking bit. about the same guy that last year kept posting hashtag watch king. Like he is extremely motivated. I am not betting against LeBron James. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. So you still think, knowing how much attention to detail LeBron James pays to his body on a day-to-day basis and how much money he invests in himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, reading articles about it, LeBron stated multiple times, I, I, I've stayed up and I've done more rehab than I've slept each and every single day. Like, that's how committed LeBron James is to his body. I wouldn't. It wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past this team to have LeBron James come back while they're in the play-in tournament, and then we'll be talking about them in the Western Conference Finals. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I mean, it, look, I, I don't like the play-in tournament for selfish reasons because anything could happen. He could come back, and then AD can be out, or Schroeder can be out. I mean, it's Schroeder can be out. It's that's the only part I don't like. I'd rather have the the known than the unknown. And the unknown is the tournament, the seven ten tournament. That's the unknown. Sitting in the sixth seed, fifth seed, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get a week off and I'm chilling. I mean, the only thing that worries me is the play-in tournament, right? Because if, it, yeah. if it's a one-game series or if it's a two-game series against a hot team like Steph or a team in that, okay, LeBron's first couple of games back, how he acclimate. But you can't tell me after a couple of games back, if you're the Utah Jazz or you're the Phoenix Suns, you're like, we got to play the Lakers? Mm-hmm. We got to no, play. No, yeah. I mean, that first, for right now, first round, first round would be uh, the Clippers and the Lakers. Wow. Which, if they sit at six. If they stay at yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If like, they stay like at right six. now. And, yeah. and so, what would that be Let's something? Let's go playoffs. Now, and again, good, if you're the NBA, good. this is all the stuff you want because oh. the first round, how many times do we say the first round? It's always like, all right, let's go, let's go, right? Like, they're, they're just, you don't get enough compelling matchups. Pelicans won last night. You could have 7 10. You could have a Lakers Warriors game in a 7 10, right, situation. And then you could have a Clippers Lakers first round. And that's obviously a lot. But it's, it's more about, though, LeBron letting the world know I'm not 100%. Like I said, I feel like it's building a narrative. You heard Woj kind of even <laughs> lean towards that a little bit of how difficult it's going to be for them to repeat as champions, that it's kind of so setting you, up for the idea of how hard this is going to be. So it sounds like to me that you are 
insinuating that King James is building an excuse if for some reason we don't get to the championship. It sounds like that's what you're trying to allude to by saying. I'm not trying anything. I'm saying it. I think that he is like him coming out and saying. I don't know why you Hey, everybody, it. I'm hurt. Hey, everybody. You know, hey, just everybody knows this is really bothering me. It's really. But he doesn't. I, I'm never going to be 100%. Probably to, won't be during the playoffs. He's just letting you know that I'm banged up. I'm not going to be 100% for the rest of my career. He could have said that three years ago. He could have said that four years ago. But he tends but he to do said that, it right though. now. He tends to let us know when, when, when it's not right, when yeah, I'm not I don't right. Think, I don't, don't think expect he's built much like from that. me. Don't expect much from me because nah. I'm not 100%. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. He, he, I don't think, if anything, it's the other way around, Alan. He's setting you up and others to say exactly what you're saying. He wants you to doubt so him. You can doubt him. That part I will agree with. But the excuse part, well, I only was able to get 14, 6, and 3, and I had five turnovers because of my ankle. Hmm. I don't think that that's it, Jay. I don't I think, think that's it, too, but yeah. it's, you know, perception is reality, unfortunately. Yeah, but I can't, I can't reality with that guy. I know. I can't reality with that guy. I just, I just, we, Key, all due respect, I think you're thinking, you're, you're, you're reacting as a fan because you're, you're being hopeful that that's what he's doing. No, I'm reacting. Watch his here's career, what I, like I, know, I have for the last here's 15 what I'm years. To. This happens a lot. No, listen to me. Here's what here's what I'm reacting to. I'm reacting to as a fan, to someone who knows him personally, but, but, mm-hmm. and someone who's seen his entire career. That's what I'm reacting to. And I'm putting can, all that together, opposed to just hopeful, wishful thinking. I pre- I, I, oh, I'm not wishful I, anything. No, I, not I, you. I, oh, okay. I say okay. this to you, predicating this as playing devil's advocate and as a Laker fan, and who's the most well-known, beloved Laker. Kobe. Kobe. Or Magic Magic, Kobe. yeah. Uh, but, but like Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Kobe. Kobe. Okay. Most recent. Will Kobe ever say that? But I, I know it's not fair. I know it's but not fair. I know it's not fair. I don't know. I know it's not fair. I know it's not fair, but I'm just saying. like that's, it, it's, yep. it's those little things sometimes as, yep. as a fan, as a guy who studies the game, watches crazy amounts of tape, talks to players. Like, for me, like, I, I go back to that, and I, that goes back to the MJ conversation for me. And this is like, why, that's why it gives ammunition every, to people right. from that MJ crowd to say, Jay, this is why it's not, this is why it's not unanimous. And about I'm it. on the LeBron James side of right. things. That's exactly it. That's why it's not unanimous about the it. The conversation that, means that we talking. will continue, of course. But coming up, why it wasn't just one out of 162. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and ESPN News on TV. Coming up this morning with Greeny, Tampa Bay Buccaneer tight end Rob Gronkowski. Gronk, this morning with Greeny at 1130 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. KJZ ESPN Radio. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. We go to the Goodyear Hotline. Buster Only joins us as last night in the Bronx. I think this was, would you say, long-awaited, I guess, for a lot of Yankees fans. Still, Still not, not- a- a full building, but loud enough, it seems, certainly on the broadcast. 10,000 people there. And, and letting the Astros have from the beginning, from the very beginning of that game, an angry New York crowd. And Buster, was it too much, too little, or just right? I think if you're the, the Yankee fans, or you're the Yankee players for that matter, I think it was just right. Um, uh, look, and for the Astros players, this was a look into the rest of their baseball lives. Uh, the reaction they got they got last night. Dusty Baker had it right. The Astros manager said after the game, hey, there was no violence. And after that, they can say what they want. And you can't play on air a lot of what they said. <laughs> because you can play the it on social media, so though, Buster. <laughs> yeah, the chants were so profane. Uh, they wanted to let Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa, Alex Bregman, you know, how they – how they felt about what happened. And for those guys, you know, they're going to go on and have other accomplishments. I think Jose Altuve sometime might make a speech in Cooperstown, and he's going to get booed as he does it. Mm. That's part of their baseball legacy that will never go away. Buster, you mentioned Altuve, Bergman, and Carrera, and you look at most of the guys from that 2017, 2017 team has moved on, and there's some guys that are still kind of hovering around. With those three in particular, as you look at the Yankee Stadium and even in Los Angeles, as they move around Major League Baseball stadiums, will this continue and for how long? For the rest of their careers. Anytime they're introduced in front of a baseball crowd, there will be somebody there booing. And I think back, you know, I covered Roberto Alomar after his spitting incident when he was with the Baltimore Orioles. And he moved on to other teams. And yet every time his name was uh, announced at a ballpark, there was booing, and that's what's going to happen with these guys because for, as I say, a lot of fans and a lot of their opponents, uh, this is going to be something they'll always be remembered for. And it's just a question now moving forward, how are they going to deal with it? Alex Bregman last night looked like he was totally comfortable, hit a home run his first plate appearance. Jose Altuve looked very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. looked like almost like he was running off the field and didn't want to be noticed. Buster, I'm starting to – Stress a little bit out west, not only for my Lakers, but also for my Dodgers. We lose Dustin May uh, to Tommy John. He's going to be gone for quite some time, as Alan Hahn mentioned. We'll be able to get him in about a year and a half. We don't need him then. We need him now. And then last night, we saw Kershaw get chased in an inning, giving up four earned runs. What are the concerns now with the rotation? The depth of their pitching. Look, Keyshawn, I remember talking to you uh, in spring training about all the options they had. Remember they had that uh, rotation competition, which David Price, former Cy Young Award winner, got moved to the bullpen. Well, they now have suffered so many injuries that they're having to make adjustments, like putting Tony Gonsolin in the rotation. But here's something to remember about the Dodgers as we go forward through this long season. Uh, when we get to July, because there's a, it, the playoff field is only going to be 10 teams, it looks like there are going to be a ton of sellers. It's going to be a great buyer's market. The Dodgers are already over the competitive balance uh, tax threshold. They will add during the year. They will probably add some significant players, I think, before the, August, uh, the July 31st trade deadline. Buster, why is nobody talking about Mike, Trout, Mike Trout's incredible start to the season? 
Like, why does that just seem like it's swept underneath the rug? It's because the Angels, again, are hovering around mediocrity. Mm -hmm. You keep waiting for that year when they take off and they have a 10-game lead in the division, and we know they're going to reach the postseason, and Mike Trout gets to play on the postseason stage, the baseball's best player on the biggest stage. Uh, But they've gone up and down again. Now, this is the best we've ever seen Trout. You think about this. Hitting 410 this year with a 779 slugging percentage. There was a perception, I think, for most of his career up until this year that his kryptonite was high fastballs. Well, this year he solved that. He's hitting 316 on high fastballs with a 632 slugging percentage. And if he's got that pitch down, forget it. You know, this is going to be the Mike Trout, best Mike Trout we've ever seen. Yeah, it just has to translate in, into winning. Um, speaking of winning, let's get back to New York here for a second, Buster. Uh, the Yankees started out six and eleven. They've since won nine of their last twelve. Are they getting it? Are they getting it right? Like, or is it just taking advantage of you know weaker opponents? Is what typically the Yankees do. What are you seeing from them? Yeah, a little bit of both. I mean, let's face it. This recent surge has been built on the backs of the likes of the Detroit Tigers. But <laughs> if you're a you know team that's going to make the postseason, that's what you have to do. And they are slowly piecing this together. Uh, their bullpen performance has been outstanding. The best ERA in baseball. Uh, some of the concerns in the rotation, Corey Kluber, Jameson Tyone, much better recently. And Aaron Judge, who had those physical issues. He's been back in their lineup. And they are building momentum. And i got to tell you what, a lot of years when we talk about Red Sox and Yankees, it feels like we're overhyping it a little bit. This year, it's going to be unbelievable. These two teams haven't played. They don't play till June 4th. Yeah. And from that point forward, uh, about 20% of their respective schedules are going to be against each other. And go. the Red Sox are a lot better than what we expected, and the mm-hmm. Yankees are getting better. When you look at the Mets on the other side there, how concerned should they be about the latest injury to Jacob DeGrom? Well, Luis Rojas, in speak, the Mets manager, in speaking with the reporters last night, sounded optimistic to some degree. Look, they didn't put him on the injured list yesterday after he had an examination. He's got stiffness in his right lat, and they're hopeful that he's only going to be backed up a few days, and this is not a major thing. Uh, and if you're the Mets, you, you have to really hope because, you know, not only is he the best pitcher on the planet, he's the most important person in that organization. Um, and, and something else about DeGrom, he's such a phenomenal athlete, and that even if he's a little bit compromised, you know that he'll be able to make it work and be a, a great pitcher. I think this is the best pitcher that we've seen mm. since the late 90s, Pedro Martinez. If only they could hit for him. And, and speaking of that, they, they fired Chili Davis. Does that directly have to do with Lindor's struggles? I think at least indirectly. Uh, I really believe that the front office clearly went into the year with concerns about Chili Davis, which means that they blew it. In some respects, it's like a manager calling on a relief pitcher expecting failure. Uh, you know, Chili opted out of last year, the 2020 coronavirus season, uh, and last year in 60 games, the Mets hitters performed really well. The front office turned over, and the group that came in was very analytically driven. And there were concerns that Chili was too old school. And so Zach Scott, their interim general manager, actually sat in on some meetings to listen to the process that's not really fair. You know, if they had concerns about Chili Davis, they should have fired him before the season started. But there's no doubt Lindor's struggles illuminate all of what's going on with the Mets hitting. Let's face it, he's hitting 163 with two extra base hits. Guys, I, I've you know, covered baseball a long time. I've never seen a great player 
whose swing looks as discombobulated as Lindor right, does right now, where it looks like the upper half and the lower half of his bodies are completely out of sync. Yikes. And they just gave him $341 million for the next 10 years, so they got to get him right. Buster, great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. All right, Thanks, that's Buster. Buster Only on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. So coming up, back to LeBron. What does the latest injury mean for the Lakers' playoff seeding? We'll play fill in the blank after Jay has this Let's one. go, Dodgers! Indeed. The reasons to find your next hire with Indeed are starting to add up, aren't they? Just look at the numbers. Instant Match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates whose resumes fit your job description. They have 135 skills tests that go beyond the resume to help you find the right candidate faster. And according to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times, four times more hires than all the other job sites combined. Four times. So if you want to multiply your employees and subtract the hassles of finding them, visit Indeed.com credit. That ankle's not going to get healthy. Listen, a high ankle sprain does not get healthy until the next year. This is something he's going to deal with, and it's going to be about pain management. LeBron James re-aggravated that injury in that loss to the Raptors. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We're going to play fill in the blank. Evan takes over. Step on in, Evan. You guys ready? All right, fill in the blank. Brought to you by Indeed. When you're looking to hire people fast, better late than never, doesn't cut it. Fortunately, Indeed has Instant Match. Sponsor a job and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. More at Indeed.com slash credit. Fill in the blank. One word to describe Russell Westbrook's season is? I'll go with buffering. Buffering. Buffering, I like that. Like uh, I'm waiting to to see. Like a lot of questions for wow. what you wanted. All these pieces. There was this little standoff that happened. Mm, Let me see your relationship between Pete Carroll. That is a buffering. Well, I, I would wait. Wait, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Oh, Ru- Westbrook. oh, I thought you said Russell Wilson. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, about yeah, to Westbrook. say. I would yeah, say. Got me. 
Like, right. actually, but that well, actually, let's no, do both. Hey, key, worked, Russell though. Wilson, and then we'll go around the room again, and we'll do Russell Westbrook. No, but that one worked, no, though. What, Russell Westbrook is just ridiculous. I, I don't even know why people don't appreciate his skill set. Like, people don't really appreciate him, and I think it's because of his so-called attitude or the way he approaches the media or, or the rift that he had with Kevin Durant. And people can't get that out of their mind just to appreciate his skill set in basketball. He may never win a championship. He may never, ever win a championship. Probably won't. But damn. Mm-hmm. But yeah. damn. But damn is right. I'm going to go with Mercurial. Oh. All right. Okay. And because word. there was a time. <laughs> we got to study. Oh, Hold that thought. Two, two months ago. It basically just means inconsistent, <laughs> yes. right? It's like Mercury it's rises, yes. falls. Thank you. So, because there was a point only about a month and a half ago where he looked done. Like, I mean, done, done. Couldn't make a shot. Was lost. Turnover machine. Terrible. Terrible. And I was an idiot that thought the Knicks should have traded for him and taken on that contract. And at that point, I was like, that was the dumbest take I ever had. Well, now the dumbest take I ever had was saying that was the dumbest, dumbest take, take I ever, I ever had. had. Because put him on the Knicks, and they might be a lot more than they are right now. But he, he, what he's doing with the Wizards is incredible, and he's back to that player he was, and it just took him a long time to get there this season after the move to Washington. But he does have a guy in his corner in Scott Brooks who has known him for a long time. My one word to describe Russell Westbrook's season and his overall career, it, it's just it's polarizing. It always is. Po- always is. Yep. polarizing. All right, since Jay wasted our time talking about Russell Wilson, we've got to pick up the pace here a little bit. I'm excited. The Lakers Pacing. will finish as the number blank seed in the West. Fill in the Key. blank. Keep. Six. Yeah, six. The Lakers will. Do it. Do it. The eight seed. Come on! Woo! Eight seed. The eight seed. I mean. That still means you only got to win one. Stick, yeah, still got to win one. win one. I would just say the eight seed. I mean, it's not it's not far off. How's I mean, you talk about eight seed, <sighs> Suns, Blazers, Clippers, Golden State. That's gonna be you tough. Got Knicks, you got the hottest team in the, the NBA, hottest team the in the Knicks. league, the Knicks. Everybody wants to talk about the Knicks. Uniform cover ugly. of Slam magazine now. <laughs> and the only the only media company not getting on this train is ESPN. I'm wondering when we're gonna do this. Like, let's go. Sorry, move on. <laughs> you on Barton Hahn today? No. It's not going to happen with AC. But then we're not going to talk about it again until <laughs> tomorrow at noon. The New York football team you are more concerned with is? Jets. Oh, the Jets. Giants. Really? Yes. Are you just saying that to Be- say No, it? no, because they're a better football team. The Jets, there's no concern with the Jets. It's like, what's the, the concern? The concern is that they, that they get it right at quarterback. The, the concern, you, you got two to three years to figure if that was the right move. You got a lot of stuff. You're not new to New York. We don't give it two years. Yeah, but I don't care about what. Sorry, you Monday give morning, in New York. week one, we'll we'll yeah, already decide whether he was a bust. Y- or not. Y'all never satisfied with anything anyway out Fair here point. as far as fan. They Accurate. Could, the Knicks can win a championship, and y'all would complain that oh, they had won it. No chance to they win another one. They had won in 30 years. Oh, so no. But I think it's the Giants because they got an established, not an established quarterback, but a quarterback who's a veteran. They've got young pieces on the offensive side of the ball. They're trying to retool the line. They went out and drafted well. So it's 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 the Giants. They're the bigger concern. Yes, well, because Daniel you Jones gotta, is the bigger concern. Because what you've done, you've now got to prove so that you belong concern? in the NFC East. The Daniel concern Jones is and not, Saquon Barkley. The concern is that they're not going to be able to get it done. Okay, that's All the right. concern. All right, fair. But you're right, though. Uh, at the parade, the story would be why they can't repeat. That's how New York is. At the parade, why they can't repeat. That's who we are. 
All right, blank should start week one for the 49ers. Can't say Russell Wilson. <laughs> I hate you, Evan. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. You're not going to start Trey Lance. Trey Lance wasn't brought in to be like the savior for the organization year one. Oh, He's no. not in the same situation it's as a, Justin Fields. It's a gap year. Yeah, exactly. It, it follows suit with the same thing that the 49ers have done over the tenure of the whole 49ers organization. Steve Bono. Jeez. Tim Rattay. Jeez. <laughs> Jim Junkenmiller. Joe Montana, <laughs> Steve Junkin Young. Oh Alex may bring the next guy. So what the you, Jeff you, Garcia. You have a great skill at naming like random names. Random names. Jay, you remind me of Juan Dixon <laughs> during the break. Thanks, people, Key. People listening need to know that that's a fun game around here now. Is that Keyshawn just finds these random names and compares them to Jay Will. Key, you're like, you you have a lot of Greg Little in you. <laughs> David Rivers. David Rivers. David Rivers. That's a good one. God. All right. Blank will be the offensive rookie of the year from this draft. Again, Russell Wilson, not eligible. Relentless. Offensive rookie? Offensive rookie of the year. (laughs) Najee Harris. I'm going to go with. Take your time. (laughs) Yes, we have all day. I'm going to go with. Bateman, maybe, from the Ravens, the receiver from Minnesota. Is that a maybe, or did you say that? In the, no, I'm got, yeah, line? I'm going to say him because they're, gonna, they're going to put an emphasis on getting him the ball to the point where he's going to become the offensive rookie. That, that's what I believe, to try to show everybody, Greg to Roman. justify. Greg Roman said that. Oh, did he? That he, they, They're going to open things up. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. thrilled about their offense. I had no idea about that. Key, Key, you should take that bet plus 5,000 at Caesars William Hill for Rashad Bateman. You have to explain. explain Najee Harris is plus 1,400. Jamar Chase plus 1,400. The favorites, uh, Trevor Lawrence plus 270. Key, that means you bet $100, you'd win 270 and get your 100 back. So I'd get 370. Yes. No, well, not technically. You no, get he your said a hundred and two. You got to explain it in key terms. He doesn't understand. He thinks if he puts a hundred you know in, he'd only get two seventy back, but he technically get three seventy because he gets. His That's money what I back. said. I get three seventy. That's what I just said. Betting with Keyshawn. It was a segment we learned. I get my hundred dollars. All those oh, USC. Wait, wait. We got all those USC math classes. We got one more. All right, one more. Tom Wilson. Not not Russell Wilson. Tom Wilson is Russell Wilson is blank. You know, one time, one time, one time, the one time. Can Tom I say Wilson. Vontez perfect? What was the question? Tom Wilson. You know, the, cap, the, the guy from the Capitals that, 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 that uh, body slammed the Ranger oh, okay. forward. Yeah. yeah. See, I thought that Vontez was okay perfect. in hockey, though, so I don't know what to say. I thought that that was fine, right? Yeah, that was 30 years ago. It's not anymore? No, no, you don't. Uh, you know what I'm going to call Normally him? don't want to take a guy's face and slam I wanna, it into I, I want to be on the internet this week. He's a jerk! Can I, can I, now that's going to get me on the internet? Attack him. Go ahead. It's a shame. It's a shame that the NFL can't control NHL. 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 I'm still on this Russell Wilson kick. Damn it. I quit. NHL. I quit. We still have a whole hour left. Jay, that's that Duke education. Injury, a timetable, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Ridiculous. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.